is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey everyone, welcome. It is Friday, May 8th, y'all. Welcome to Community Corner hosted by me, Jacqueline Tacarante from JMT Media. And we are closing out this fantastic week. We're dubbing it as the Staten Island Superhero Segments, where we're featuring everyone from doctors, frontline workers. Um, and I'm joined by an amazing co-host, Miss Dolores Morris. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, welcome, you know, for those of you following us, watching us. Um, last week, we had about 30,000 views, which is pretty incredible. Wow. wow. Um, and so this week, I'm sure we will break the internet, which is a good thing. <laughs> um, but Dolores, I just wanted to first say, first and foremost, it is such a pleasure to have you co-hosting. Um, for those of you that are back home, Miss Dolores Morris has received and earned five Emmys, three Peabody Awards. So I really well, don't I need do. to co-host with anybody else <laughs> on this island because she has all the awards to prove it. You are always my best promoter. I'm carrying you around everywhere. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's been it's been a, a real blast. I have had such a great time. Thank you. I, Thank you for thinking of me. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I wanted to mention, um, we briefly mentioned it on Monday's show. Um, and most of you that are, have been following us, this is the first time that we're back in our new office space. Um, I had my daughter, my beautiful baby girl, February 6th. And so I really haven't been in the office since January. That's me snapping my finger at my kid. Uh, Roman, the background over here. It happens, right? You have to work uh, where you can. But new office space. And I was able to unbox and see a few of my favorite things, including this amazing book that was written by my dear friend, Miss Dolores Morris, the soldier that wagged her tail. And so I'm gonna share this with a few folks at home so they can take a look at the artwork because we want you to certainly go on Amazon and talk and um, purchase this. But one of the things that I love is when you come to page five, um, and this may be a little hard to see here, but this was your grandfather's small business. Um, and he was such a pioneer. Can you talk a little bit about, about that, Dolores, and your grandfather? Yeah, yeah Grandpa started uh, the Morris Moving Company. He started with a uh, horse and wagon, he and his brother. And um, they uh, worked their way up to eventually having, I believe it was 17 trucks. It was the uh, largest uh, African-American owned business on the uh, Eastern seaboard. He only had a fourth grade education, came from North Carolina and just got really, uh, besides starting a business, got embedded in this community. Uh, IS-61 is named after him. So um, uh, grandpa had a lot to do with Staten Island and I'm, I'm proud to sort of carry on a little bit of that tradition. You've done an amazing job, um, certainly carrying that through the community of Staten Island. And so, you know, as we're talking about 
superheroes because your grandfather was certainly part of that um, thread here in the community. I, I also wanted to introduce folks to this amazing um, doctor, pr practitioner, community advocates, friends, colleague, um, just a really, really great human being. Um, I, I'm just gonna, you know, I have a whole script and the whole thing, but I wanna tell people how wonderful uh, Ifrit Lamandre is. I love saying that name, Lamandre. Lamandre, yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> um, so she's a family nurse practitioner that owns and operates her own family medical practice at EG Healthcare. We're gonna talk about the G in that, because um, I love Gina too. Um, the practice prides itself in being LGBTQ friendly and collaborates with the practitioner that providers that provides transgender healthcare. She is also the first nurse practitioner in Staten Island to own a medical practice autonomously. Um, e Frat, also known to many folks um, that follow or watch, uh, E is also part of the clinical faculty at Wagner College. Uh, we're going to talk about the recent addition uh, and partnership between the College of Staten Island Athletic Department. Uh, e also serves on the Staten Island University Hospital Foundation of Board of Trustees. She also holds the position of the president of the Nurse Practitioner Association Region 6. Um, and of course, she's married to an amazing wife, Gina, um, who's a professor at Monmouth University, and they have three beautiful children. So I want to bring on my dear friends, community advocates, just a good human being. Uh, Ifred Lamandra, are you there? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. I am so happy that you are with us this morning on this beautiful Friday before it becomes a little rainy outside. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So for before we get into uh, EG Healthcare, I wanna tell this little story about how you saved my life. We're gonna talk about this. So, oh my goodness. Um, so some of you that have been following know that, you know, I, I'm a workaholic. I work 70, 80 hours. To me, it's not work. When you do what you love, it's really not work. And um, unfortunately, one day I woke up and, and I couldn't move. Like I literally felt a pound of bricks on me. And so I ended up having to text E and I was like, what's going on? And she immediately said, just come to my office. So here I am thinking that I'm dying and I'm not dying. Thank God. E says, she's like, Jacqueline, you're not dying. That was the first thing she did. I swear she did this with her hands. You're not dying. But always good to hear. Yeah, always yeah. good to hear. Yeah. But but we do need to take care of you. So I ended up having um, the flu for the first time, I think, as an adult. Um, and the fact that she was able to squeeze me in with a, a whole slew of patients and she didn't know my medical history or the heart conditions or things that I had previously and took me in, I was feeling really good about E. So again, thank you for saving my life. <laughs> <laughs> so for the folks at home, can you talk a little bit about EG Healthcare? Absolutely. But before I start, because not everyone's gonna listen to the whole segment, so I have to say thank you to a few people, okay? First of all, yes, thank of you for making this happen. I really appreciate this, and I appreciate that you reached out to me and to Ms. Dolores, thank you for um, co-hosting. Of course, thank you to my wife, she's the G in EG Healthcare, who took the time 
to kind of rehearse with me so I don't sound like a bozo this morning. <laughs> <laughs> to, to my kids and Mama Mary who are definitely watching, to my staff who you'll see from all my stories is the backbone of everything I do and make work so much fun. And to my patients, for those of you who are watching, you're my extended family and I really appreciate you taking the time. So, so now um, about EG, so now you know why it's called EG. I'm E and G is Gina, so we named the company after us, EG Healthcare. Um, we are primary care, we have pediatric and adult. It's nurse practitioner owned and run. And uh, we also have a woman's health nurse practitioner that offers um, the gynecological services during the week. We uh, um, collaborate with a mental health uh, company that offers our patients um, at home, even before all this happened, at home, on the phone, um, mental health services, um, therapy, medications, et cetera. And we recently launched um, a integrative holistic uh, branch as well. And um, that's what EG is about. And EG is really about also, you know, being part of the community. That's wow. fantastic. That's fantastic. And in addition to all of that, <laughs> so now you're you're a part of the uh, clinical faculty at Wagner College. Yes. Want to tell us about that? Yes. Thank you for asking that. Um, I love it. Um, I teach a few courses there, and it's amazing. It's amazing. I teach other nurse uh, nurse practitioner students uh, on their path to becoming NPs. I also mentor some of the NPs in my office. And it's amazing because, again, it's being part of the community. I am, I, I teach the future NPs of the community to care for the patients in our community. And it's, it's amazing to be part of that process and uh, to hear their thoughts and what they're going through. And I'm blessed to be part of that. Absolutely. Now, we are both, um, and we'll talk about this a little, a little further, but we also read in your bio that you help, uh, you have a new partnership with the College of Staten Island Athletic Department and CSI is one of our proud clients that we represent at JMT Media. And Dolores sits on the board with the foundation. So when we read that, we were like, yay! <laughs> yes. That's, can uh, you talk a little bit about the, they're an amazing, they just became a division two school. Yeah. Um, right. The athletic department. Can you talk a little bit about what you do with uh, the College of Staten Island? Sure. So because they became division two, and by the way, I love that your son's in the background. Yeah. All the I love that you work like this. It's amazing <laughs> and it ups your game. So wear proudly. Um, so yeah, because it became division two, they had to make a few adjustments um, in some of um, their medical um, guidelines. So they have someone who they've had to collaborate with a few um, doctors and uh, practitioners on the island for sports medicine, neurology, some concussion therapy, et cetera. So they reached out to us for primary care, but also for our mental health piece to make sure that their um, athlete students have access to mental health um, as well. So we're part of that team. We're really excited. That's Excellent. fantastic. Excellent. Um, you know, I certainly part of the show, the premise of the show is to talk about this unfortunate uh, pandemic that's happening, but your team has really, I mean, I follow EG Healthcare because I love I love your patient spotlights and your features. But can you talk a little bit about this process for your facility? And while you're talking for the viewers at home, I'm going to post some some photos and whatnot because your team is just stellar, stellar. So I'm really happy that you said my team and not me. 
because it is my team and my team includes my staff and also my patients. So I, I really appreciate that you said that. Um, so, you know, when all this happened, like everyone else, we were caught off guard and we didn't know how to proceed. Um, I went home to my family and discussed what risks we're willing to take. The next day I came to my staff and we talked about what risks we're willing to take for ourselves and for our family and how we can continue providing care to our patients in a way that's safe for them and safe for us and safe for our families that we come home to. And um, along, my team have, always has the best ideas. Um, and I also um, received phenomenal advice from my colleague, Dr. Frank Scafuri. I wanna make sure I mention his name because I texted this man all the time with questions. Um, and um, so together we sat down, uh, my team and I, and we decided that we are going to create two paths um, a path for patients who have symptoms and paths for patients who don't have symptoms. Um, having symptoms doesn't necessarily mean you have corona, but, you know, symptoms nonetheless. So when a patient would call, we would ask certain questions. Those who are symptomatic would be seen outside of the office, and those who are not symptomatic would be seen in the office. So I'll walk you through both of those scenarios. So if you're symptomatic for any reason, you're, we created sick time twice a day where patients would stay in their car, they would line up and we, myself and another staff member uh, would gear up and we go outside to the cars. We evaluate each patient in the comfort and safety of their car and uh, treat accordingly and test if needed. At the time we were doing the, uh, the nasal swabs and you know, that did really well. And uh, the patients who are inside, patients who are not symptomatic, because remember, it's not just corona. We have diabetes, we have hypertension, right. sub-toe. We have a million things that are still happening that still need to be addressed. Those patients we would see inside, but we would do it one by one. We are doing it one by one. Uh, the patients uh, are advised to stay outside. They give us a call and then we allow them in. We take care of them. When they leave, we can wipe everything down and then take the next patient in. Um, and really, that's a cute picture. <laughs> so that's my staff member and I outside. Um, and really, not only has my team been amazing, but the patients. I mean, the patients have just been on board. They go with the flow. They've been um, very receptive to the changes, even if it means waiting a little bit extra, because everyone understands that we're doing it for their safety. Exactly. Um, the next challenge came when antibody testing came out because nasal swabs can be done outside in the car, but antibody testing is um, done inside with a blood draw. So we sent out an email to our patients and we were not prepared for what happened. I mean, the phones just started ringing off the hook. We are our small practice. We were not prepared for what happened. And so once again, my team and I had to go to the drawing board and say, okay, well now we have this influx of patients who uh, want to be part of the practice. How do we manage this safely for everyone? Right. So we created a new workflow. <laughs> and <laughs> we realized that, you know, one of the things when you go to any medical office, paperwork takes a lot of time. Right. You sit in the waiting room, you do a lot of paperwork. And we, we knew we had to eliminate that step. We couldn't have people wait in the waiting room doing paperwork and, you know, being close to one another in order to keep people safe. So my staff took it upon themselves at the end of the day to stay late and call each patient in advance and do all the paperwork on the phone. Wow. 
Wow. So, so that when the patient came in, all they had to do was kind of review and sign it. We would bring it out to their car. So their time in the office was just kind of in and out, giving us the chance once again to clean between patients and make sure everyone's safe. I do want to say that, you know, I'm sure that every medical provider is doing this um, and um, everyone is trying their best. Um, one of the reasons that we could respond so quickly, I think, is because we're a smaller practice. And I mentioned that because if some of the other practices maybe were a little slower, it's not because they weren't, they didn't have the same intent. It's just when we're smaller, we need less PPEs. Um, we can make decisions and implement them rather quickly. And when you're a larger institution, things there's a there's more of a demand for PPEs and decisions need time to be implemented. So I just want to make sure that um, everyone's aware that everyone in the medical field is doing their best. Absolutely. Um, yes. We actually yes. Got a um, Angela put E. Great colleague and friend has taken NPs to the next level. Uh, rain here on Staten Island. That's fantastic. It really um, is. I want to share with the few folks at home. Thank you. Um, one of your videos that y'all posted, and I, it was one of your. I mean, walk us through because there's no audio on this. Um, but I want people to see that one of your, I guess, customers or or someone shot this video, and look at all of these cars. Yeah, so um, wow. my, my attendant upstairs took this video. He surprised me. And um, as you can see, this is, this is our sick patient time. Patients come, they line up, and we go from car to car taking care of the patients to kind of drive up. There's myself and my staff member, Jessica. And again, the, the patients have been all on board. You know, it's one thing to have an idea, but you can't carry it out unless everyone's on board. And they've, they've been amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, they appreciate you, obviously. Um, I, you probably touched on this, but how can people get tested at your facility? I mean, do they make an appointment or how, how does that work? It's a great question. So, um, so first of all, I always like to say we're not a testing site. We're a primary care facility. Um, okay. when, when all this happened, especially the antibody testing, we were fortunate in that our establishment is already, we already draw blood on the premises. So we were able to move quickly with that and able to offer it. But I, I do want to say that, um, you, you know, your prim everyone's primary care provider at this point can write you a script to go to a lab. So you don't have to come to EG. You can go to your primary care um, okay. and they can write you a script. If you do want to come to EG, just give us a call, um, establish care with us. And then um, as part of our visit and taking care of you and getting to know you, we can do the testing as part of that visit. Excellent. Okay, great. That's great fantastic. Um, we got a nice message from... <laughs> They're calling in. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, my hero. Aww. Oh. That's my oldest, Shani. So, and she's my hero, so it works well. <laughs> oh, how sweet. Oh. Thank you. Now, now, speaking of heroes, you know, e, let's talk about this, um, your commitment to your community, because I... I love meeting other entrepreneurs that support their community. And, you know, I've seen you at numerous fundraisers. Um, we did bocce together for the first time. 
And it was so much, first off, it was so much fun at the country club, but you do a lot for your community. Can you talk a little bit about um, the organizations that you belong to, some of the things that you've done? Because I think, you know, as much as you're busy with your practice and your wife and your children, you make time to give back to your community. And well, not just what JMT Media is about, but that's what Dolores is about. That's what I'm about. So can you talk a little bit about that? Of course, thank you. Um, yes, I do give a lot to my community, but it's because the community gives a lot to me. Um, I grew up here. I've been here since um, since I'm five years old. My children grew up here. My children still go to school here. We live here. We walk in our neighborhood and see neighbors. We go shopping, we see our patients. We're part of the community. And the community has been so supportive of us, of what we represent, of our diversity, and we have received nothing but love for our practice. And it's very easy to just give that love back. So it's, it's, it's not so much a give so much as a, it's just a returning and putting back into the system what we're getting. And it's, it's, it's been an amazing experience to be part of this community. That's awesome. Yeah, um, E, before we, we wrap up, I, I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the other services that your practice offers, because um, you can find it on your website. So I'm just going to briefly share um, the website screen here so folks can take a look with, along with me so they can see some of the cool stuff that you're, you know, you're offering. So certainly um, the primary care and the women's health. Hey, babes. Um, integrative medicine. Can you talk a little bit about um, the integrative medicine and what that means? Sure. So, um, you know, first and foremost, primary care is what I do and um, and how I treat my patients. Um, but there are some patients who look for alternative treatments along with um, primary care medicine, and so we um, offer that as well as um, uh, adjunctive to primary care and um, in the form of uh, lifestyle changes, stress management, supplements, IV infusions, all as a part of a support for wellness, um, part of a kind of a complete breakfast of medicine. That's um, wow. I just wanted to say one more thing based on what you said earlier. And I just think it's very important to just incorporate a little bit of spirituality here, if that's okay. Yes, honey. always, always. <laughs> I just feel, and it took me a long time to realize this, but I do feel that I have a sense of purpose in my life. And that purpose is given to me by God or the universe, whatever people believe in. And that is to care for others. And I am, and I know that um, the universe will provide for me as long as I provide to others. And that is what drives me in everything that I do. And so there's never, there's, it never feels like a give. It feels like a passing through, if that makes sense. Yes. And um, I just, I wanted to make sure to incorporate that because I feel sometimes the spirit is missing in a lot of what we do. So I wanted to put it in our interview today. Absolutely. You know, uh, I you, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. I, I feel like the sense of calm, <laughs> even though it's raining outside, you know, you, your spirit with your team and you feel it when you walk in there. So I encourage our viewers, if you don't have a primary care or you just want to get tested or you want to experience a cool drive-through experience, <laughs> um, by all means, stop by EG Healthcare. And you guys are, 
just so folks know, you're Mid Island. You're by the mall, correct? Right by the mall where Barnes and Noble used to be. We're right behind there. Yes. Perfect. Um, Angela right. says, "Karma, shalom." I mean, I'm, just, I'm telling you, it's all coming now. Yes, it's, all coming it's, all, it's true. You know, my um, That's true. I think we've talked about this individually to to y'all. You know, a lot of people have said, like, why volunteer? Why give time? But I think when you're when it's a part of your weekly ritual, like I always mention, my sister is handicapped, so we grew up every Saturday volunteering with the Special Olympics. So we never looked at it as, oh, we have to volunteer. We looked at it as, oh, it's Saturday. It's time to get up and go and help our community. So um, I love and I encourage folks that are watching, you know, follow EG Healthcare. Um, they're just a, an amazing team. Their staff are really cool and fun. Um, by the way, I love that y'all are continuously daily when people provide lunch to y'all because you're frontline workers and essential workers that y'all post the restaurants, that you're supporting other small businesses. Oh my I mean, God, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I forgot to say this community support has been amazing. We had no idea. I mean, we're being fed every day. We had get posters, we get chocolates and it's not just filling our stomachs, but it fills our soul to come in and just to, the giving is amazing. I want to thank all of you who are watching. It's, it's amazing. It does not go unnoticed and it makes our day. It strengthens us. I, I just, you know, I'm a big supporter and you help a small business. They help you in return, like that reciprocation where whether it's friendship, business. So I love that you're posting like, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that place does smoothies. Let me call them because they do smoothies too. So they do. Anyhow, um, for the folks. I see, I see our friend Pam Adamo said you've got a new patient and I'm raising well, my hand. You, you might see me there too. That's I look forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. We look forward to meeting you. That's right. So for Such those of you back home, um, again, thank you, E. Thank you, Dolores, for an amazing week co-hosting. Thank you. It's it's um it's truly a pleasure to be able to do what you love with the community that you love. Um, these are unprecedented times, so we have to certainly get creative. Um, for those of you that are following us, next week's segments are all about virtual activities, fun stuff. Um, really has to do a lot with food and cooking, New York Times, Michelin star restaurants, no big deal. We just try to always blow it out of the water. Um, so anyhow, uh, E and to your wife, have a wonderful Mother's Day. Y'all deserve it with your three fabulous kids. And um, Dolores, we will catch up because Julie Violet's baptism is happening. I got this one over here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> for your time. Thank of you. Of course. Thank y'all so much. And again, thank you. Well, be safe. It's Lego time and be kind. Bye, Roman. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye, sweetie.